Did you hear when Raimondo, and I'll play some of the sound, when Governor Raimondo, they had the press conference yesterday at 1220, 1215, 1220. What does Governor Raimondo say when she steps over the microphone? Good morning, everybody. At 1220, 1215 in the afternoon, what does that tell you? Now, the press conference is supposed to start at 1145. They had notes down for her to just say good morning, and they didn't even adjust them, even though now the press conference is starting at 12, 15, 12, 12, If you address anyone, you always hear me say to people, good afternoon. Well, past 12 noon, it's afternoon. Anything that happens past 6 o'clock becomes good evening. So it showed you right away the fact that she was just following what had been written for her. Uh, the press conference, they had information about this person that from St. Ray's. That tested positive. They had information about it on Thursday. They were stonewalling me. They would not. Good morning, Doreen. They would not tell people everything that was going on. Um, they were. They gave me or trying to give me false information. They on top of that, the reason they had the Thursday press conference was they didn't want the first press conference to be someone has it. So they knew on Thursday. But instead, they had the Thursday one. So then yesterday, they were able to say, well, as you know, we've been briefing people. They could have released that information on Thursday. Now, the St. Ray situation, St. Rayfield Academy in uh, Pawtucket, is basically ground zero in Rhode Island. Thank you very much, Donna. Ground zero, Vinnie Grenny, everybody that's been listening, who's been ahead of the curve on this? And it'll continue that way. I'll tell you how serious the situation at St. Ray's is now. Um, the situation, hold on, folks. Let me just put, let me just answer one thing. This is important. Uh, yes. The St. Ray's situation is that, and this is so egregious. And I speak from, here's the information, I mean, that, that I know of. My middle child, Kate DiPietro, I'll hold up on uh, Facebook. I mean, she did a semester abroad last fall in Florence, Italy. And I went and saw her, and I'll hold up. I have a nice picture of the two of us in Rome. Now, her program has been shut down. So all of the kids that were there have now, um, let me hold up a picture of, uh, here's a nice picture of us. I'll hold it up to everybody on Facebook Live. Father and daughter, there we are at, can you see that on Facebook Live? Thumbs up if you can see it. There's the two of us at the Coliseum in Rome. So she did a semester in Florence last fall. Now, uh, that, and, and, and by the way, Italy, of course, here's another nice picture of us in, uh, in Rome. You, uh, those of you who have been there recognize that. I mean, it's, it's really uh, fantastic. And what's incredible, so all of the, um, let me just find another, um, here's a nice shot of us in uh, Florence, Italy. There you go. There's a nice shot. Everyone on Facebook Live is enjoying. There I am with Kate DiPietro. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, uh, in Florence. So all of those students they have shut down all those programs abroad. And all of those kids, um, thank God, I, I'm so glad she was able. Last fall, she had the best time in traveling around and uh, visiting different countries. And it was great. Now, uh, now all of those programs have been shut down. But all of those kids are back in the United States. And Italy is getting pummeled. But let me just get to the St. Ray situation. Here's a, I talked to a parent. They had their child signed up for the trip. Hi there, Pazzo. Child is signed up for the trip. And they start, they're aware of the virus and they're aware of what's going on, right? 
And so they asked St. Ray's, like, hey, what's going on? We know we have this, we, we know we have this trip to Europe for the students at St. Raphael's Academy, but we are also following in the news about the coronavirus. And the company that runs the trip, which Ramundo didn't touch on, in that Rhode Island Department of Health, Dr. Nicole um, Scott, I'll talk about her in a moment. But what they didn't say was St. Ray's and the company told the parents, if you cancel, because they weren't going to cancel, if you cancel, you lose out on all the money. Plus, you have all the pressure from other kids that are going on the trip. So that's problematic, number one. Number two, the Rhode Island Department of Health completely dropped the ball in the Raimondo administration. Governor Raimondo was skipping briefings with CDC and not paying attention to this. And why is it? Good morning, Nicole. Uh, you know, easy to say, I would not have sent my kid. You have to say, are you willing to forfeit whatever the cost of the trip was, which is a couple grand, everyone else is going. You know, that's so unfair to then blame, well, the parents should, the parents were told, listen, everyone's going, you're going to lose the money. Uh, it's very, it's, you know, I don't like that type of thing. It shouldn't be set up like that. When you have a situation like this, it's not fair to put it on the parents that you have to be the one. And what if it was you're the only child who's then not going? So now. So they went. When they came back, you had 38 people that went on the trip plus chaperones. And they have not been back long enough. It can take up to 14 days for this virus to come forward. So 14 days for the virus to come forward. So you have all those people that came back. Now, the man that has it, the first one in Rhode Island who went on the trip, his wife is a teacher. Now, keep in mind, she's infected, right? And then she's in the classroom with all those children. And then never mind all the students that came back from St. Raphael's Academy and the chaperones, then all the kids at the school and then their families. And here's the part. There's a um, piece in the Providence Journal. I want to tell you, and I don't know why the media (coughs) is not more aggressive I was unable to, uh, due to a prior commitment, attend that press conference yesterday. I would have uh, asked far more uh, questions. I, I just always think that they give them a free pass. But in the Providence Journal this morning, so right now we really have three people that have tested. But it goes beyond that, right? So you have Governor Raimondo, State Health Director, Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott. But beyond that, you have the situation that this is not being reported enough. A Brown professor, Professor Almeida Brown University. Listen to this. Dr. Alexander Scott, now she's the woman, head of the Rhode Island Department of Health, said that um, the man who tested positive is currently hospitalized. Now, you can, as you can imagine, I had asked about that. The hospital denied it. You certainly have people uh, that are being infected at the hospital. Anyone that's ever had someone in the hospital knows there's germs and infections running rampant all over hospital under normal circumstances, let alone when you have something like this. So that guy is in the hospital. So Dr. Alexander Scott was asked about the number of people tested. And she said, oh, it's very few. And now here's the part that the, I believe the media is not following up on enough. A Brown professor asked to be tested after returning from an international conference in Portugal. So this professor, Almeida of Brown University, asked the Rhode Island Department of Health, I'd like to be tested. But they refused 
Because they said, oh, no, no, Portugal's not on the list. He gets home, the professor, he learns that a Chilean writer who was also at the conference and his wife, both of Spain, who attended the conference, they both tested positive for coronavirus. He moderated a session in Portugal, and the, the, uh, the guy that's infected sat next to him. After he returned to Rhode Island, he felt ill, tried to get tested. Rhode Island Department of Health, Governor Mundo, they turned him down. He was told, you're not eligible to be tested. His doctor tried to test him privately. There are no test kits available in Rhode Island. The professor says, I was ill most of the past week. I had to cancel my classes, something I've never done 40-some years of teaching. He sat next to the person and came down with it. So I'll tell you what, what I, I hate this whole business of everybody makes it, needs to take a deep breath. You know what else I can't stand? I hate when they start a press conference and they all start congratulating. I want to congratulate ourselves. What a great job they've been doing. You people haven't done anything yet. Now, right now, and again, folks, 766-1380, 401-766-1380. I want to address, I recognize right now, I, I guarantee it. I mean, there's always second coronavirus case confirmed in Rhode Island. Both patients were on a school trip to Europe. St. Raphael Academy, it's just ground zero. Shame on them. And I think there could end up being some legal action here. Those parents that had kids on the trip, the company that runs the trip in St. Raphael's Academy told the parents that if they canceled, they would not refund the parents their money. So the kids went on the trip. But I understand right now, and folks, again, uh, good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. I recognize right now there's someone, and this is always like this, right? There's always people. That say, uh, if, if we're supposed to get a big snowstorm, what do some people say? Ah, we're not going to get anything. If we're supposed to get a hurricane, ah, it's not going to hit us. Okay, maybe you're one of those people and you don't get a flu shot. And you say, ah, I'm not going to get, like, what's the big deal? Here's what I want you to understand, though. Now, number one, this Brown professor, this is very significant. Good morning, Kerry Floyd. This Brown professor sat next to someone at a conference and he, he uh, uh, got the virus. Okay, they don't know how easy it's very easy to spread. He sat next to someone at the conference and he got the virus. But here's good morning, Sainty. Here's what I want people to understand. Maybe you're one of those people and you say, ah, so what? So I'm sick for a week. However, if you're listening right now, I want you to think beyond yourself. Let's just say you have it and you don't even know it. How would you feel? And here's that they don't drill down enough. How would you feel if unknowingly you have this coronavirus and you end up giving it to your parents? Maybe you're someone that you take care of your mom and you say, so what? I get it. It's like the flu. That's fine. And maybe you're young enough and you can sustain that. How would you feel if one of your parents gets it and ends up in the hospital? Now, anyone that's ever had an elderly parent, relative, friend, yourself, you go in the hospital. It is a germ fest. And all bets are off. How would you feel if because of you, your grandparents get it? How would you feel, you know, someone that wants to blow it off? Ah, what's the big deal? So what? I get it. So I'm home for a week. Okay. But how would you feel if you attended a birthday party and a small child got it? And maybe they can't fight it off. Now, folks, the latest now is one in 20 is fatal. LaSalle sent students to Portugal and Spain two weeks ago. Now, that's the first time I'm hearing about that. So the Rhode Island Department of Health, they didn't address that. I'll tell you, that head of the Rhode Island Department of Health, I don't know her. I don't know this woman, Dr. Nicole Alexander. 
Um, but the fact of the matter is, when this story first broke, she was initially saying that it's a racist situation. Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott, I predict she will not make it through this and she will end up resigning. There's a picture of her on the front page of the Providence Journal. She was initially saying that it's racism for people about because it was coming from China. But let me just back up for a second. So anyone that blows it off and as contagious as it is, you ask yourself, how would you feel if you ended up being the carrier, meaning you have it and you don't even realize it? That's right. Go near a child with uh, asthma or diabetes. Or how about uh, how would you feel if because of you, a pregnant woman lost her baby or a young child developed an infection and then lost their life right now as it is exploding? One in 20 is fatal. That number is going to increase. That number is that that's a lot, by the way, 20 people uh, get that get exposed to it. One, I think it's actually one out of 21 is fatal now. And the other ones can have severe complications depending on the age range of who gets it. It increases when you get people. It's one in 21 right now on average. But when you go into certain demographics, for instance, anyone over the age of 75, 80 years old, it goes up considerably. Right. How would you feel if you now here's what we know about St. Ray's. So all of those kids that were on the trip. This Brown professor was sitting next to someone at a conference in Portugal, and he came down with it. He sat next to a guy, right? You have all the students from St. Ray's that were on the plane. Then they're in the classroom. Then they have families. How many of those people that were on this St. Ray's trip, and now we're learning from LaSalle Academy, a bunch of those kids were overseas. How many of them went to a nursing home to visit someone or a hospital? What they don't know is where this makes it different is there is no, I mean, like, like many of you, I got a flu shot right back in the fall. They don't have anything for that right now. And what's also disturbing is, and frightening really, is they also don't know exactly how it spreads. So they're giving out things like washing your hands. Anyone, here's the problem. It doesn't matter how many times you put this into people. People are just oblivious to the fact that they sneeze, they cough. Uh, how many times, you know, I've had people, I'm sitting in a restaurant eating and people come over and start to shake your hand as you're eating, which I would never do. Like people are just completely oblivious, right? They're completely unaware of their actions. But the headlines, and especially I think what I'm hearing so far is, I mean, I also was told that locally they weren't testing it, that it was the CDC testing it. Now we're finding out that they are testing it. So some of the headlines, stocks try to recover from sick. Virus may have spread undetected for six weeks in the USA. CDC teams race to catch up. Health and Human Services investing defect in tests. Now it's in Florida, it's in New York. Patient released in San Antonio, and then they made a mistake. They had actually tested positive. The bug is in over 60 countries. France is closing different tourist attractions. Milan, Italy. America is suspending flights and Delta to Italy. Empty streets. I, I don't know how Italy is. Italy is 100% dependent on tourism. Without it, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Now, on the West Coast, obviously, 
they are on high alert. Another one dead overnight in uh, Washington. Anxiety mounts among health workers. Um, let's see. Uh, rumors and chaos in Alabama, in Alabama point to big problems. How about the grocery stores? How many times do you go to the grocery store and see people completely oblivious in the produce aisle or around uh, whatever it is, and they don't take the proper precautions? So I, I think it's a problem. Uh, so far, I think it would already seem this. Now, that's just St. Raphael's Academy that we know about. I agree with Sue. I don't trust them either. Uh, she was looking. I, I hate people that start off press conferences on, you know, we want to commend everyone and what a fantastic job they've been doing. I think it's. Um, I, I, I'm just starting to think that it might already be too late as far as here. And it's going to get a lot worse. And, and I recognize many of you are saying, yeah, but John, you know, I've had the flu before and. I, it's it's not that I I um, that would be a tough thing to have to find out that you're the one that as a result of you someone got it. Let me hear a little bit of Ramundi from yesterday. They have to be careful. They have to be vigilant. We all have to be washing our hands, using hand sanitizer, um, being smart about it. But there is no need for panic. You know, she says that, but keep in mind that the governor was not fully addressing this last week because of the Bloomberg campaign. And that's what she was focused on. This is 1215 yesterday. Okay, good afternoon. And thank you all for coming here this afternoon. I appreciate appreciate everybody coming in. When I heard she was saying good morning, I don't know what this one is. Is this a more updated press conference? Um, I'm going to say good morning. first case of coronavirus here in the state of Rhode Island. We've all been watching the news over the past few weeks, and I understand why many Rhode Islanders may be concerned or even frightened. I've been hearing about it from constituents for the past week, and that's why I decided to um, address Rhode Islanders this morning. Oh. My primary message... There it is, this morning thing. It's actually the afternoon. All right. Let me get to also, uh, folks, again, 766-1380, 766-1380. I want to get to um, both patients on a school trip to Europe. Teenagers become the second victim, state officials, on the same trip to Europe last month. The man, in the, the man from St. Rayfield's Academy who was on the trip, his wife is a teacher at Academy First Academy in Providence. That's a charter school in Providence, which means... That all of those kids potentially are infected. Then all their families are infected. Now, again, I recognize that there are individuals. I'm not saying there are many people. Maybe there's a young college student. There's a younger person. And I'm not saying they can't recover from this. But make no mistake about it. So there's 40 people uh, that this guy had contact with. And then you have the number of people that were on the trip. I also believe that this business, that the school, St. Raphael's Academy and the company that runs the trip, would not allow the parents to cancel for their kids. There were 38 people went on this trip. So all of those kids were on their classmates. How many of them were then involved with activities where they could have been passing it just to family members? Remember, it, it takes a while 
to show up in the system. This thing just doesn't, good morning, Rebecca. It just doesn't immediately uh, show itself. Um, let me just get to folks again, 766-1380. And, and again, at least I was trying to warn people. I was trying to uh, get it out to, the virus takes 10 to 14 days for a person to show symptoms. The kids in the chaperone have only been back for nine days and they were back in school. They should never have allowed these people from St. Rayfield's Academy. Now, this man that has it as a chaperone, I'm hearing that there's another chaperone that also has symptoms. This man's wife is a teacher at a charter school, um, Academy uh, Achievement First. So then she's in the classroom with all those children. You know what also makes me nervous about this? The uh, director of the Department of Health. On Thursday was the headline, Rhode Island prepping for coronavirus. So that is Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. My information is that they already knew. So they had the Thursday press conference just so on Sunday it didn't come right out and say it. But one of the things that uh, disturbs me about some of her comments is Dr. Uh, the head of Rhode Island Department of Health continues to say that she felt a big part of this is just people. Um, she was trying to stop people. She felt that people were somehow that this was uh, discrimination and racist behavior towards people from China and people of Asia. And that is completely false. I mean, that is completely false. So it's much worse than we thought. It's, it's going to start to really shoot up. I think what is also dangerous, now keep in mind, when you have people that have it and then they go into the emergency room, what happens to everyone around them? They still don't have a handle on exactly how this thing is spreading other than it's from what we understand, it's more contagious than the flu. It's definitely more contagious than the flu. I'm also disturbed, as you should be, of this Brown University professor who, who contacted the Rhode Island Department of Health and said, I was at an overseas conference, and this man that I was sitting next to, he and his wife, they have it. They tested positive, and they wouldn't even test him. So I, I find that to be very, very problematic. And almost this, this feeling that they're trying to treat it like a political correctness. Like, we don't want to single out China. That's not fair to the people of Asia. It's, it's not a matter of that. I mean, that's where it was originating from. All right. Now, Justin Katz is going to join me coming up at 12 noon. And, folks, we'll continue to give you. Um, this is obviously a, a developing story. 766-1380. Now, listen, I want to remind you about our friends <coughs> at Gilmore Furniture. The President's Day sale continues at Gilmore Furniture. Good morning, Kathleen. That's right. Also in the restrooms. You have someone that goes in and they're waiting in the emergency room. How about all those people that are then in the emergency room? Or then they use the restroom at the emergency room at the hospital. It's a, it's a major problem. It is. Gilmore Furniture, Post Road in Warwick. Everything is on sale. Stop in and see Steve. They are, you can call them at 737-0100. Living room sets, recliners, mattresses, and it's the double-sided mattresses. Gilmore Furniture. Remember, free delivery, up to five years, no interest. Right now at Gilmore, they're having a sale on living room sets. 
recliners. How about a nice, comfortable recliner? Hi there, Jared. Mattresses, double-sided mattresses, Gilmore Furniture. Everything, uh, it's American-made furniture. It's going to look great in your home. Stop in and see Steve at Gilmore Furniture. Call them, 737-0100, located right off Route 37, Post Road in Warwick. It's Gilmore Furniture. It's John DePietro, 766-1380, a lot more ahead on this Monday. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or Find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. J.K.L. Engineering. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, the heating season remains. Boy, it was cold yesterday. Let J.K.L. design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. They're energy efficient, they're quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, then no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter and it cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L. It's a carrier factory, authorized dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 50 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Replacements, are f- estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Hey, for your business, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Free estimates, FHWA inspections, Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup delivery, 24-hour mobile service. 
ABS repairs, brakes, doors, list of it on a trailer, they can fix it. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. You are listening to The John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, folks, and we're back. Good morning, one and all. Here I am. It's Juan. It is the John DePietro Show, and I'm seeing that um, Channel 12 caught up to Governor Amundo. Now, what I want you, good morning, everybody, on Facebook Live. What I want you to understand is the governor, no matter what news breaks out, and I said this last week, and I said it on uh, social media, no matter what news breaks out, Governor Amundo's saying, we knew about that, we're on top of it, blah, blah, blah. This is just a short time ago. Governor Amundo uh, speaking with uh, reporters, and I know uh, Channel 12. Surprise! We've been preparing for weeks, and secondly, I would say our systems are working. You know, the folks that went on the field trip, we had already been in touch with all of them. Anyone who had symptoms, we had been on top of testing them. Um, so the risk still is very low to the average. We're not. Knew this was coming, and we're prepared. You know, you know what I don't understand about that is as much as Governor Raimondo is saying that, uh, what what is not being asked. Or is why did the Department of Health turn down and not test, not test this Brown University professor? And if they knew about it, why did they allow all those kids to go back to school? And this man that has it, all those kids went back to St. Ray's. Why did they also allow this man that tested positive? His wife is a teacher at Achievement First, and so then she went into school. So Ramundo's using, Governor Ramundo is using these talking points. We knew about it, we're in control. And again, I'm not there, but doesn't that seem like a logical question? Why did they, you have a man from Brown University, Professor Haddock, the Rhode Island Department of Health wouldn't test him. If you knew about them coming back from the trip in Italy, why did you allow them to go back to school? Secondly, I would say our systems are working. You know, the folks that went on the field trip, we had already been in touch with all of them. Anyone who had symptoms, we had been on top of testing them. Um, so the risk still is very low to the average. We knew this was coming and we're prepared. See, that's the message. But the problem is, what, what if somebody wasn't showing symptoms right away? Ola Wyant, seven six six thirteen eighty. I don't understand. Good morning. You're next on the John DePietro show. Hello. Hey. Good morning, John. Good you morning. Know, I've, got a, I've got a different question for you. Go ahead. The bulk of our illegal aliens are coming into Rhode Island from where? Mexico, the Dominican Republic, and Guatemala. It depends on where you are in the country. Um, oh, I'm for Rhode instance, Island. Rhode Island. Um, a lot of it is uh, Guatemala. Colombia, South America. That's that's the bulk of it. Now, that's not to say you don't have some from from Mexico, yeah. but you you do um, that. That's the bulk of them. In in the southern parts of the country, it's a you know Texas, Arizona. A lot more of that is from Mexico. But you, let me you ask, go let, ahead. Let me, ask, let me ask you a question. Do you think the infection control procedures are any better in those countries than they are in China? <laughs> <laughs> what what prevention they have? They don't have any. Well, what do you think would have happened if? If this outbreak developed in one of those countries where we're getting the bulk of our illegal aliens, what kind of chaos would ensue in this state? Because there'd be no con- no control over where the heck these people are, whether they're. In- I mean, 
This is why we have immigration laws. And I don't mean to turn this into a different topic, but it scares the heck out of me to think that people are coming into our country illegally. We have no idea where they are, where they come from, right. what, they, what they're doing here. And they could be carrying in these infectious diseases. Yes. And, you know, I just, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm, no, you know, you're exactly I, right, which is another part of the screening. And also, think how rampant this is going to then spread through some of those communities. So oh, yeah. and you're exactly right, though. And, you know, Scott, you go to the emergency room at Rhode Island Hospital and anyone that does or a lot of local hospitals. And let's face it, the illegals use the hospital as that's just like a walk in clinic. So they they're are, all yeah. in there. Yeah. And now you're going to have someone from St. Ray's who is on the trip or someone else goes in and suddenly all of these illegals in, and we have no way to. You know, none of them have health insurance. We don't know who they are, where they are. They have people traveling in and out. There's no way to keep track of it. So, no, I think you're right on the money, and that is a danger of happening. I'll tell you something else, John. Go ahead. Your listeners should take heed. You shouldn't go to a hospital or any kind of a medical facility unless your life depends on it. You're right. It is a breeding ground for diseases. It is. And and for many reasons, not the least of which the ones you just identified, that people are going there. They're spreading all kinds of viruses. Yep. If you got a, you know, you got a couple of sniffles, don't go to the ER. Stay Definitely home, not. Take some, take some Tamiflu. Take some Theraflu. Take some cold med- You know, take some Di- Nyquil and knock yourself off for a couple of days. But do not go to a hospital because you'll walk out sicker than when you walked in. That's exactly right. I mean, they, they are germ fest. They are completely germ fest. There's infections all over the places. We, yep. my family, we experienced a terrible situation. I won't get into it, but a family member who went in for something, should have been somewhat routine, but as a result of going, then got an infection because there's so sure. many germs floating around. Then they, got a second, VRE, I mean. yep, then they got a second infection, and then they got a third infection, and then they never made it out of the hospital. Yeah. I mean, that, and, it, and it all stemmed exactly what you said. So you're not wrong at all. And the fact that, you know, um, I was checking Governor Mundo's Twitter feed, and I don't know if everyone's on Twitter, but, you know, over the weekend, right now, if you go on her Twitter feed, all she's doing is she shot a video encouraging people to take part in the census. Oh, that's good. (laughs) How how is that, you know, her message is going to be, we knew about that, we're under control, blah, blah, blah. This professor from Brown University was in Portugal. He sat next to someone at a conference. He then comes back to Brown, and he feels terrible, and he feels he has the symptoms. He contacts the Rhode Island Department of Health. They refuse to test him. He contacts the professor he sat next to. The guy said, yeah, my wife and I, we, we came down with coronavirus. So this professor at Brown, but then he's at the Brown campus. Scott, where this is really going to spread like wildfire is on the college campuses. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Come on. And the same thing with the, the, you know, the high school kids or whatever. Now, this whole thing with Raimundo, we've been monitoring the people at St. Ray's, but they could be carrying the virus and not even realize it. Sure. Right? I mean, you know, when you, let's just think and just be right. I mean, but when you get a a germ, a cold, a cough, you, you don't immediately, it's not like, boom, you know, you have it. Many times, you know, you go. Whatever it is where you interact with someone that has a cold or whatever, you shake the hand or whatever it may be, and then it takes a while to kind of come into your system. Yeah, there's it, an incubation period. Yeah. There is. This is, those students that went on the trip from St. Ray's, how many of them came back and wanted to share the experience with their grandparents, with other oh, yeah. friends, with their sure. families? They go to work. 
they work after school jobs at fast food places. Um, the, the real truth is that they, to me, the Rhode Island Department of Health dropped the ball when they allowed all these people from St. Ray's to come back and then just go back into society. You might have a point, John. Well, th- 38 people? You know, this thing started in Rome. There was one guy that went to Rome. He went to the hospital. They didn't test him properly. One person in a hospital in Rome, and he infected 35 people. Hey, you got around. <laughs> That's one guy. There were 38 people at St. Ray's. Plus, it's a school. Oh, yeah. And the man who has it. His wife is a teacher at Achievement First, so she was in the classroom with all those kids. This is bad. This is bad. Yes, this is bad. Thank you for the call. Folks, 766-1380. I have the mask right here. People are asking. I find it's a little hot to uh, wear it the whole time, so I'm wearing it uh, periodically. There we go, Johnny Hockey. There we go. Um, now, what about, here's the thing. So this man, here's what we know. And again, folks, uh, good morning. It's John DePietro. Here's what we know that is in dispute. This man that came down with it was part of the St. Rayfields or St. Ray's Academy in Pawtucket. Part of that school trip that went to Italy. We know that he has tested positive for the coronavirus. What about all the other people that were around him on the plane? What about the students that were with him? Now, we do know some of the other chaperones now are being monitored. Um, the, the moment now we're learning, I haven't heard anything about, we had one of our listeners saying that there were a group of students from LaSalle Academy that went on a trip overseas. I, I, um, I think they need to be more proactive. I believe, and I'm the only one I put on social media, on Twitter, and I recognize some of you are not on Twitter, but I'll say it now to me, maybe I'll ask the people on Facebook. Don't, I think Governor Amundo should put aside her duties with the Bloomberg campaign, and take a leave of absence from the Bloomberg for President campaign, who, by the way, he's not going to win anyway, but needs to focus on the coronavirus in Rhode Island. Uh, she last week was not focused on this in any way. And it's it's problematic. It's problematic. And again, that head of the Rhode Island Department of Health, some of her first comments all had to do with this business that she was fearful that somehow... Uh, we don't want to turn this into anti-Asian sentiment. That was, those were her concerns on it, which is, think about it. Uh, I'm reading right now, Rhode Island residents weary, cautious reports of coronavirus infection. First, the 40-year-old man tested positive. School trip St. Raphael Academy in Pawtucket with other students. Still in the hospital. He's in stable condition. Think about that. How many people that uh, did that person come in contact with, right? How many people did that person come in contact with? But this is, um, I think it's very, very problematic. And I'm going to get to, this is the the part that troubled me, and I mentioned it, and I, I don't know why it's not, um, let's see, avoid anti-Asian prejudice seen elsewhere. What, what, is, what is she talking about? Anti-Asian prejudice is her priority. This Dr. Scott of the Rhode Island Department of Health. I don't think that's what it should be. So, folks, I was telling you about this last week. And unfortunately, once again, I was right. I, um, 
I also, they were giving me false information. Um, Reverend Joe Craddock, pastor of St. Joseph Church across from St. Ray's, walked his dog. Who wrote this article? Ed Fitzpatrick, Dan McGowan. Cleanliness, blah, blah, blah. St. Raphael Academy staff member with coronavirus still hospital hospitalized, but in stable condition. Stable condition. The teenager who tested positive is at home. Now, we had someone just now on social media saying, I understand that kids can't get it. Well, you have a teenager from St. Ray's who got it. A woman in her 30s who works at Achievement First was on the trip, has now been tested. She, they now have her quarantined at home. Health officials are investigating how long the teenager from St. Ray's who tested positive had been in school after the trip. Holy cow. February 14th to the 22nd. 38 went on the trip. Students and chaperones. 66 people in Rhode Island, the number's actually higher, have now been asked to quarantine. It's closer to 100. State not ready to order schools to cancel overseas trips, but organizers should reassess. Well, as I mentioned, the um, anyone that is studying abroad, all those kids, especially in certain countries, have been sent home. But they're going back to the college campuses. Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, anybody that feels sick should stay home. Well, you know, easy to, easier said than done. Trip to Europe by St. Raphael's Academy. Um, message on its website. Trip to Spain. Sold out. So they went to northern Italy, southern France, and Spain. February 14th or the 22nd. So the guy that was on that returned to Rhode Island February 22nd. Huh. So they run a, or a, a bus transportation from Logan. So now all those people are on the bus with this guy. And then coming back. Same thing. Achievement first sense notes to parents. Adult in her 30s who was on the school trip. I believe it's this man's uh, wife. Works at Achievement First Middle School in Providence. So they canceled school there today. And they're trying to then get in to clean the school. I'm telling you, I really think this is a problem. I think it's worse. I know. It's worse than they're letting you know. Um, (laughs) Thank you, Johnny Hockey. A little tired. You look sickly today. I feel fine. So I have my mask. You know, folks, there's only, that's a good way to get banned. All right? Let's not annoy Juan. Right? That's an insult. So we don't want to do that. A lot of you enjoy Facebook Live. Let's not ruin it with little comments that then get it. Uh, good morning, Madonna. That then get Juan annoyed. Good way to get banned, and then you miss out on all the fun. It's up to you. All right, folks, 766-1380. Justin Katz is going to join me coming up for Politics This Week, coming up at noon. Hey, I want to remind you about MEGA professionals. If you are an employer and you're trying to find workers, listen, you're trying to run your business, you don't have time to be interviewing all these people, you can depend on MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801, MEGA professionals if you need workers drivers certified help part-time help full-time weekend work local aka sleep at home drivers class a b non-cdl or warehouse workers mechanics skilled labor office professionals folks you can depend on mega professionals call them today 508-336-7801 mega mega professionals over 20 years serving rhode island and massachusetts Call them today. You need workers. They'll help you. 
call MEGA professionals, maybe in the healthcare industry, MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. It's John DePietro. A lot more ahead. Justin Katz is going to join me. We'll tell you a lot more on the coronavirus. Obviously, very prevalent right now in Rhode Island. A lot more ahead. I'm on the road and my ride is going strong. At Paul Massey Chevrolet, you get the lowest price guaranteed every day with Rhode Island's only true one price on our exciting lineup of Chevrolets. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price guaranteed. And it's only at Paul Massey, Rhode Island's number one Chevrolet dealer. Lease a 2020 Equinox LS front wheel drive for only $179 a month for 39 months with $29.88 due at signing. Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. Great selection, top-notch service, and the lowest one price only at Paul Massey. Ma, when are we getting the heat back? As soon as... Local propane company. Delivers. Last time that took three days. At least it's not as cold as inside. I'm propane man and I got a plan. I'm going to help you with your gas. If your service is lame, we don't play that game. We're going to be there in a flash. If your heat is out, just give us a shout with a company you can trust. Brittling makes it never keep it a green. You can always count on us. Propane Plus. Propane Plus. Propane Plus. Folks, remember, Propane Plus, two locations. They want to be your propane provider. Call them today, 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209. Propane Plus for all your heating and cooling. Tim Johnson and his family. Now, they have the East Greenwich location, the Rehoboth location. Propane Plus. Call them today, 401-885-4209. Underground tanks. Full service, your one source for all your propane needs. Automatic delivery, extensive selection of tanks, all propane appliances, satellite tank monitoring, locked-in rates through the PLUS plan, discounts for builders, installation and service for heaters, generators, water heaters, pool heaters, fireplaces, boilers, and furnaces. You can depend on Propane Plus. Call them today, 885-4209, 885-4209. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Folks, saying good morning on this Monday. It's what it is. I it is Juan. This is my friend Dave Bucci. Hi, Dr. Lisa. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Mega Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300. Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, you can depend on Mega Logistics, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. Call Mega Logistics today at 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300 from Mega Logistics. Well, folks, good morning. It is uh, the John DePietro Show. Now, those of you that uh, listen or watch on Facebook Live know that uh, certainly on Thursday and Friday, good morning, Scott. We were talking about it. I was telling you about it. And then it really exploded over the weekend with the coronavirus uh, in Rhode Island, and um, and now they're scrambling, and this is very this this is problematic. This is very problematic. I also, you know, I said last week, and I'll say again, 
that um, they had a second death in Washington. The man that was on the St. Ray's trip, he is in stable condition right now at the hospital. And there are other people that they're testing. Um, as many of you know, I have been a Trump supporter uh, without question. And I said last week that I, um, I, I think they've been slow on this. Hopefully they recover. I don't think that they helped themselves uh, by attacking this and trying to say it was a hoax and some of this other stuff. When someone dies, you can't say it's a hoax. But here's the story. Coronavirus may have spread undetected for weeks in the United States. Cryptic transmission in Washington State for the past six weeks. This is, this is new. Coronavirus has been circling undetected. Possibly infected scores of people over the past six weeks in Washington State. Heightening anxiety. Genetic sequencing. Now, we know it started in China. For those of you, if you missed our interview with uh, Chuck Cunningham, Chuck in China from Friday, go to my Facebook, uh, my website, petro.com and click on under where it says radio show, and you can listen to it. Uh, very, very dramatic there. Uh, last Sunday, the office of the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, two positive cases of coronavirus. California, Oregon, Washington, coronavirus infections and people who did not travel to regions hit hard by the outbreak. The United States has other confirmed infections. Many of them, how about that run, that Diamond Princess cruise? But the biggest concern is here locally, and you have a problem with anyone immediately that was on that St. Ray's trip. Now, that's just a trip they, they know about. That is the trip that we uh, know about. So we'll see exactly what happens um, with hearing about that there were some other school trips as well. Some other school trips as well. As far as, the, you know, you had a, someone posted that a group of kids from LaSalle Academy. Now, I don't know why the Department of Health isn't taking actions. If you had a group of students from LaSalle Academy that were also overseas, uh, I'd like to know why then. Why are they floating around and anyone that went on that trip should also. You have to uh, quarantine these people. All right, folks, next hour. We're going to talk Justin Katz. Our segment is Politics This Week with Justin Katz, John DePietro. A lot more to go. Obviously, the latest on the virus. We're going to break right now for the 12 o'clock news and be back with a lot more right here on the John DePietro Show. NRI and W236CW Woonsocket, 1380 AM and 95.1 FM.